Hello, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of Chai Spirits, guys. We've got a full house on the panel today. Uh, we've got John. Hello, everyone. We've got Steven. Hello, everyone. And we've got producer Jenny. Hey, guys. Very excited today for a pretty unique distillery we're going to talk about, uh, Chainbridge Distilling, down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, Jenny and I took a trip down there recently. We did. And we got to visit the distillery and and talk with uh, the founder, one of the founders, uh, Bella, good guy, mm -hmm. and taste through a bunch of their offerings. And we're going to talk about them today because we were really impressed with some of the stuff they had to offer. Well, like, more importantly, it looks like you brought a bunch back. Yeah, we really tested limits on how much alcohol I can fit in my suitcase getting on a plane. Yeah, indeed. It Supposedly, was, uh, there's like a limit of like liquid you're supposed to put on. It's like those are suggestions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, we we had because we this was not the only distillery we visited. We had between the two of us eight bottles to bring back in our our luggage, and we pulled it off. Yeah. Luckily, I'm luckily brought the big suitcase for this one. Yeah. Were you like me? Did you have to like open up the suitcase at the airport and shift stuff around? No, I no. once I packed it up, I said, "Fuck it, we're going with it. Let's go." <laughs> it worked. Well, I I had brought a carry on, so I had two in mine, and he had four and six six in his. Six. I'm wow. sorry, <laughs> that wow. was bad math. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, hey, you know what? Yeah, we pulled it off. <laughs> if that zipper zips closed, you call it good. Yeah, you, you get on that plane. That's, I mean, I wish that were true. When I walk up there, and they're like, "Hey, you need to shift stuff over, pay seventy five dollars mm. Southwest." Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's happened to me the last two times, but anyway. <laughs> but uh, and yeah, since um. Since our last uh, couple episodes, there's been a lot of football happenings. Heck yes. It, it occurs to me that, because uh, in our last episode we released, we talked a lot about the Georgia-Alabama um, college football game that happened like two weeks prior. So we're a little late on the referencing of the football. Well, yeah. As of this recording, my Cincinnati Bengals are in the AFC Championship. We don't know. By the time this is released, like we'll know if they won that game or not, but... Regardless, this gal is excited. Jenny is very excited. Mm -hmm. Jenny is wearing a Bengals jersey. She Every is. day until the game She has the game enough of them occurs. to make it to them. I was going to ask, is it the same one? Okay, it is a different one? Okay. Well, I, it's, it's always some sort of Bengals gear. I have two jerseys. I have two sweatshirts, and I have multiple t-shirts. So, like, I can make it happen. Yeah, she was very excited when they won. I was less excited when my Buccaneers lost in, in horrific fashion. In heartbreaking fashion. Yeah, I think I... I don't really follow sports ball, but I, mm. I think I saw a clip of that on the Reddit. And, yeah, uh, it was brutal for yeah, It didn't look great. I don't cry a lot, but uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> I was it's watching unbelievable. It. Yeah, I was watching it. Uh, the score updates, and it was just brutal. It's just it's it's rough when you know you're. You know what? I'm not going to get into it. Parker's yep. going to get upset. Yeah. Um, it was it call. was it was painful, Read and the room. um. <laughs> we're just going to move on from that because we watched all of this football while we were in Fort Lauderdale and it was very fun while we were doing it, but obviously it worked out well for me and not so well for Parker. I mean, and, and I think it has a lot to do with the fact that we went to Chainbridge before the Bengals game. We did do right that before. Yeah. Good vibes. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Mm, Maybe mm. I should probably just drink this during the game. Yeah. It's more, more of our delicious Chainbridge. Yeah. But let's talk a little bit about them. Um, so they're family owned. Uh, the family has a winemaking background and uh, and Hungarian eau de vive style fruit brandy. What's eau de vive? Steve, jump in there. Ah, uh, the <laughs> water of life or the nectar of life. Uh, traditionally distilled from wine. Most people put it in the brandy category, 
but eau de vie usually is not quite as refined as like a cognac or a brandy. It usually has a lot more raw fruit to it um, and usually done in a very traditional European style. Man, that was impressive, Steve. I feel like you just read that out of like a, a textbook or something like that. And I will tell you, he did not. Yeah, he was giving us all great eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really like eau de vie. Yeah. I feel like that's going to catch on here. I feel like everybody in Logan Square should be drinking eau de vie. Everyone in Logan Square should be drinking a specific eau de vie that's distilled right here in Chicago in the Fulton Market District. And what's that? Um... I don't want to call out other... Can I call out another brand uh, on this episode? Real quick, real yeah. quick. Uh, Reinhall Distilling oh, does yeah. traditional Austrian-style eau de vie. Okay, Actually, good to a, know. had a conversation about them today with uh, our friend Joe. Yeah? He was suggesting we go visit there for a uh, an episode, which is a good idea. I would highly recommend it. But not to take away from the wonderful people at Chainbridge yep. who, are, who brought their, uh, um, their eau de vie and winemaking background from... Uh, the borders of Hungary and Slovakia in the Tokaj wine region, which I'm not familiar with. I'm also unfamiliar. But uh, they, that is their family's background. And they, uh, they brought it down to South Florida. Uh, they're in their first year of operation. So we got really on the ground floor in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, if you check out their website, you can see all the, uh, the fun awards their various spirits have won. Yep. Um, they have a really interesting array of products. It is all over the place. And if you go to their tasting room, you can try all of them. We, uh, we bought a couple flights of things, and you can just try the different, all different things. They have a, a, a carrot spirit. It's made 100% carrots. Oh, wow. They, I am it, fascinated. That beats wild. the beet spirit, though, you've had. They also had a beet spirit. They also had that. one. Yep. Beets make a ton of sense because yeah. they're super sweet. Yep. And the color, like, there's got to be a lot of fun stuff that comes from that, right? Yeah. But carrots with that, like, earth quality. It was pretty unique. It yeah. was. It was very unique. And the, the Bella, who we were talking to, it was his grandfather who started... I, yeah, I, believe, right. I believe it was some of his recipes they were using. Yeah, so one of the things that they do is they use no artificial flavoring whatsoever. Like he, it's, it's like a refusal, refusal on his part. Hell um, yeah. So everything that he does is is a hundred percent natural flavoring. So does the does I gotta ask you about this carrot spirit? Did you try, you said you tried oh, yeah. it? Oh yeah. Does it taste like vodka? I mean, that's like a, another root. Uh, it, t- it, it had way too much taste to be vodka. It, was, it, it tasted a lot like carrots, which is not surprising. <laughs> and I like carrots, but uh, it was interesting. We actually did, ended up not purchasing a bottle of it because we can only fit so many things in the suitcase. Correct. As we discussed. <laughs> yeah, as we, discussed. Yeah, we, were, but, we uh, were limited. <laughs> and it, I am a little unsure as to the right use of that spirit, but uh, it was really u- unique. Uh, they also make a variety of brandies. It's um, kind of their. That's kind of their jam, as you'd expect. They do the brandy. blueberry, plum, um, apple, Schlevovitz, baby. <laughs> the, I, my pear. honestly, I my favorite of all of them was the pear, but nobody else agreed with me on that. Oh, and the banana, which I actually really banana liked. was banana? really good. Banana, I liked a lot. Actually, the banana was one that like we weren't really asking for, and he was like, "You need to try the banana." You know, like it was like it was like, "Please make sure you try this. banana brandy." But it was very that's new for me. Someone help me collect my brain. My head just exploded. I know. Right? It was, I was like, "There's definitely something you can do with that," but I was like, "I'm not. I don't know if I'm prepared to like bring a whole bottle of that home. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. Would it go that. like in a pina but, colada? But yes. I mean, it could yeah like 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 a yeah topic. like tropical drinks oh yeah yeah for sure but i just I, I couldn't bring myself to buy it i was like i don't know it's cool and that's one of the ones where like the flavor came through the most the mm. banana really came through on that one 
Um, I mean, it's all a day in the life of a group of people bringing the European brandy lifestyle that's right. to South Florida. <laughs> that's right. And uh, and then, of course, they also make rum. Mm-hmm. So we got a, they made a rum, um, a unaged and then a barrel-aged rum, which uh, we're going to try one of those things today. Right. And then what about the, there was like the sour cherry one. Oh, they, yes, yes. <laughs> they, they do a, uh, a sour cherry spiced rum. Which mm. was... Which was which it was not my favorite of their things, but it was, it was better than I thought it was. Gonna it was be. pretty good and I was, super interesting. What are I they was, spicing it with? I is, is it, it like like local spices? Yeah, it's I don't know, hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, I didn't get the the. Uh, but I mean, is it like it. you know pumpkin pie spice stuff, or is it what's it taste like? You know, like well, it had a lot of sour cherry influence from. Yeah, the, I, I'm <laughs> not gonna, it almost tasted like a like a a some sour in there. like sour beer and oh, yeah. rum, you know and rum at the same I don't know like I don't even know how to describe that yeah, it's, it's it was pretty cool though it was weird I mean I enjoyed tasting it more than I thought I was going to that doesn't sound like something that I would want to use for anything this has to be one of the but more it was so good like this has to be one of the more uh wild and adventurous uh in terms of distilling distilleries yes I mean I was talked about it was pretty cool just trying all this wide array of things yeah um so the four things we're trying today are is there Florida basil vodka mm. They're, that's their. Um, we, we, yeah, we'll get into a little more detail of that in yeah. a minute. But yeah, that's very cool. The barrel aged apple brandy, the barrel aged gin, and the barrel aged rum. Whoa. So a lot of barrel aged in there. But yep. I, I thought some of the barrel aged stuff was, was some of my favorite things they had to offer. Yeah, for sure. And we'll talk more about that later. Yep. And uh, let's get into these tastings. But first, just a quick word from our sponsor. And we're back. So first up, we've got the Florida Basil Vodka in front of us. Now, Florida Basil? Yeah. yeah. Now, it is infused with two types of Florida Basil. Okay, that's kind of cool. So they're big on the local stuff, big on the freshness. Mm-hmm. So uh, for on that note, for freshness, the process starts of making the spirit the same day the basil is picked. By the way, he Whoa. mentioned that this is their uh, best-selling product, is the, mm-hmm. is the Basil Vodka. Yes, I, I, I believe it's award-winning. Yeah, I think it is one of their award-winning ones. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. But it is very cool. In the tasting room, they have like all the bottles up on the walls and the ones that have awards, they have like little medals on. They have like, yeah, the actual medals on there. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, Being that young and getting mm -hmm. awards. It's incredible. Yeah. It's really tough in in the world. Again, nothing artificial. All, like I said, fresh basil coming in at 86 proof. You definitely smell basil, but I I smell... Green vegetable, like yeah, celery, green bean yeah. or something. Green bean, put peas. This, put this in a Bloody Mary right now. Absolutely. Oh my goddess! Put like, this on my pizza. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I could dip pizza in this. Yeah. Don't don't tempt me with a good time. It is just like really good. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that would be a fantastic. I almost want like a martini of this. Oh, I think you're right. That would be. Awesome. It would be a good martini. <laughs> A martini with a like basil garnish. Oh my god! Right? Yeah. Like, forget the olive with this. Give yeah, me no, like a sprig of thyme. Yeah, big, like a little. Give it a good slap. I am in. It almost like reminds me of a of a gin, like without yeah. like some of the evergreen. It's yeah, because like, yeah, because mm. I mean, because because of all the botanicals that are in gin, you mm. know, basil can be one of those like notes that you get on a gin. But obviously, they. I, I think that is how they infuse it. Is similar to a gin. Yeah. But it's still a vodka because there's no juniper or anything in it. No. Right. And uh, so yeah, just a maceration process. I believe where that's right. Don't quote me. By the way, wrong. they also had a ginger version of this. Yes, they're Florida ginger. I uh, am not as much of a ginger person. So that, like, I didn't even try that one, but. She prefers Marianne. Oh, God. You got it in there. Congratulations. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, 
But yeah, no, the basil is their most popular. And honestly, we very much enjoyed it. I very much enjoyed it. I always enjoy anytime I can use that joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard for me to say like, yeah, this is vodka. Like it is. Yeah. It is botanical for oh, vodka. Oh my God. Yes. Like, like the basil screams through, like it is so yeah. and, in your face, and, but and it's no, so good. And normally, and no, no knocking any of the local distillers we check out and the vodkas they're making, because usually it's their more profitable stuff. Yeah. Always. But like, we generally don't pick up the bottles of vodka because they're, you know, they're vodka. It's not always that interesting it's supposed right. to be characterless it's in the definition yeah, yeah but but this that is has character this yeah. is character this is fun things you can do with it, it. Would, it, it would be even be good in, in a vodka soda like oh absolutely a vodka soda would be delicious with this with like a little citrus a little, little pink on. grapefruit uh tonic maybe. Uh-huh. it maybe. does have kind of a grapefruit taste to it too actually that would be really good a little um, citrus. thank you um yeah, no, I can think of a lot of ways that you could use this spirit um, in really good cocktails or even on its own, really. So, yeah, yeah. I, it, like, I'm stuff. not a, I'm not big on sipping vodka, but like I, I yeah, this is yeah, we very, very gentle. I want to know who is big on sipping vodka because alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think there's a big European contingent for that. Um, yeah. Um, Russians. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. I, I stand by what I, I mean said. to be mm-hmm. racist. Is, I was just wondering. It was really same. just wondering. Same, same. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do, it, what I find interesting about this is it's 86 proof, too, because I feel like a lot of vodkas are 80 proof. It's, like, easier to drink. Mm-hmm. They've, they've like, found this proof, and it must mean something. Mm. You know, it must be... They must have gone through the process. Well, you were there, and I do have a question about that, speaking of the process, because you can make vodka out of pot stills. It's hard. It takes forever but you can do it, and in doing so, you retain a lot more in the esper flavor category. You get a more rounded vodka. Do you know if this is column or pot-stilled vodka? Um, I'm, glad, I'm glad you asked. It is, uh, I'm just going to read, read this off to you. I was looking this up on their website. Um, just because the, the base of this is actually sugarcane. Okay. Uh, in, case you're interested. in case you're interested. A lot of sugarcane in Florida, which... <laughs> no shit. We'll get into more on uh, additional podcasts, but uh, all the social issues that that causes. But yeah, there, it's each, each batch is filtered eleven <laughs> times using two filtration techniques. Um, so I would assume there's a column still involved. Yeah, that would be yeah. Wait, yeah, it's impractical to do that without I, a column still. I have a question now. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, if rum, if Agricole rum is from uh, distilled sugar cane, then why isn't this a rum? Uh, one ninety five is the number. So one anything you distill any grain or sugar or what whatever you're fermenting once you distill it to 195 proof it becomes classified as vodka oh. so rum is distilled from any form of sugar right molasses sugar cane sugar cane juice a mix of both mm-hmm. the moment that hits 195 it ceases to be rum and becomes vodka nice mm-hmm. Similarly, there's plenty of vodkas made from grapes. You Again, exactly. another Sarah. explanation from mm-hmm. Steve that sounded like it came from a textbook. Like, I'm so proud of you. I, full disclosure, it's a part of my uh, job it's, <laughs> to know those. That's how he brings home the as, bacon. As a chai spirits guy. As a, yeah. Yes, as a, <laughs> as a podcast host, I take it upon myself mm-hmm. to know these things. Amazing. But, uh, I, you know, I, I, I dig the sugarcane base with the basil. It's, oh, my uh, gosh. It's so good. It's great. It, the, and the I don't basils, say that about like any vodkas like ever. So yeah, yeah. The basil is great, and as far as cost, if they can make sugarcane taste like that, use the sugarcane because it's going to mm-hmm. be your cheap. Absolutely. It's going to be your most affordable 
base. Yeah, and it seems like it's working for them so far. So Now, next up, we have their barrel-aged apple brandy. That's made from 100% apples. Again, all about the uh, all natural. It's rested for three months and then barreled. I am uncertain how long it's barreled for. So I'm not going to lie. I know very little about brandy. Well, thank God Steve's here. Yeah, right? (laughs) That's why Steve's here. Um, So what makes a spirit brandy? Uh, Brandy is a spirit that is distilled from fruit. So what they do with this is they mash up those apples. Mm -hmm. Um, They might add yeast. They might not. It kind of depends on the season and the environment, temperature, all that jazz. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what they'll do is they'll actually make a really basic apple wine. So they'll let just the apples themselves naturally ferment. And then that becomes a low to mid ABV apple wine. You're looking for usually around like 13 to 15% ABV. Mm. And then you take that mash and distill from that. Okay. And that is the definition of brandy, as long as you keep it below that 195. That was incredibly helpful. Thank you. And then they make that that wine, basically, for their particular process. They rest it for three months, and then it goes through cold stabilization filtration. Okay. That explains a lot of this, like, clarity. Mm -hmm. Like, there is no fogginess going on with this brandy. No, it's like a very light, like, almost, it almost looks like... And most of their brandies are then (laughs) How is that? Could that be in a good way? (laughs) They do a barrel-aged apple and pear brandy. We have mm. the apple brandy in front of us today. It smells amazing. It smells like apples. <laughs> yeah. Like it does. It's like I, really subtle too, though. It doesn't smell like an air freshener, but it does smell like fall. Yeah, it, it does. No, when my my brother was very excited because they the apples they use are Honeycrisp apples, and those are the ones that he always buys. Wow. So I was he was gonna like, call it out. He was like, I like, love. He was like, I love Honeycrisp apples. Those are my favorite. And so like he was so excited that that's what they were using. Those for are it. all the all the rave. You yeah. can you can they smell, are really, or at least I thought I felt like I could smell Honeycrisp. You know, no, I wanted to call no, out. No, it like, makes sense to me. It's, they're not green apples. They're not they're, like it's definitely not green. Yeah, they're not Washington red apple. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, no Honeycrisp makes sense. They're certainly not red delicious. Because those suck. <laughs> Fuck those apples. This, yeah. If you have to put delicious in the title. Mm, yeah, yeah, you're trying too hard. You're, yeah. you're covering yeah. something up. Really pushing it, yeah. This brandy is delightful. Yeah. This is one of the best things I've drank in, since the last time I was on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, Steve. Man, yeah, that's... No, it, it is such a cool thing, though. And I love the story of how he's, like, he's hardcore about making sure that it's 100%, you know, like... If he's going to do a plum brandy, it's going to be 100% from plums. Like, he is not, you know, messing with flavors. He's not, you know, yeah. I think that's so cool. I would love to taste this a little higher proof. It's 80. I'd love, I wonder what it would be mm-hmm. like, 90 to 100. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I would lo- I would even say like an 86. Just yeah. a little more heat yeah. might bring well, out. I would I would say give them some time. This actually was a newer thing from them, the, the barrel-aged aspect, because they've only had yep. it for a year. Right. Um, give them some time to get us to like some of those 100, 110 proof barrel age maybe we do a shy spirits guys uh barrel pick with them who knows yeah yeah just lay that seed lay that seed down the road but uh, i would love to water that seed (laughs) uh Uh, that's that's just so good i get i get a little bit of uh like a a nice sweetness to it yeah and then a little it it isn't sugary no 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 yeah it's it's a very appropriate amount of sweetness and then maybe even a little. But you like, can tell that I feel like that is coming from the fact that the sweetness is coming from the apples and not from mm. additional from flavors. a dosage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a little maltiness too. Is that just me? Or? I was getting some cinnamon. 
But I like this. I can get this yeah. a little. I get a little bit of some of those barrel vibes, but it is clearly no longer than nine months, right? They've yeah. only been open for a year, yeah, so it's, like it's, I would guess probably like six months, but yeah. I, I don't yeah. know for sure on that. Mm-hmm. So with more with time, I can only see this getting better. A hundred percent. And it's already pretty darn good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, next up, we've got their their barrel aged gin. This is a limited release, a limited reserve. Yeah, that particular one, I don't know that that's their normal one. That is what we had while we were there. Hmm. Um, it is aged. They might, they might not know what their regular thing yeah, is at, on that yet. This, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, th- this was aged in apple brandy barrels. Fun. As soon as they right. said that and I tasted it, I asked them to give us a bottle because we're taking one with right. us. Right. So like, it made sense for us to get the apple and the thing that was aged in the apple barrels. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that comes through on the it nose. Smells, it smells like a delightful blend of the apple brandy and a nice gin. That is really... That was a note. Eucalyptus was a note that I got on the original gin. So I just want to add that in before we um, taste this one. He was a cool dude. I liked him. No, I really liked him. Yeah, Bella. And I, I smell that on the nose. Now like that the... you've mentioned it, I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, eucalyptus. Yeah. Eucalyptus, yeah. Last time I was eating with a panda, I totally got this. There's one thing. There's <laughs> yeah. one thing I don't get in this. It's eucalyptus. Mm. Bella was right. Mm. There's no eucalyptus in this. I really do, do get it. Almost like Bengay. <laughs> like yeah, you know. Yes. Like, yeah, like that cooling. Yeah, feeling. mentholated yeah. eucalyptus. I just took a sip, and now I get the eucalyptus. Do you get the apples? No, I, I don't get any apple on that. And maybe it's because I just had the apple brandy that. Was like, a little bit more forward with yeah. it. Yeah, I, I do get some mintiness on it. I yeah. definitely get mint. Yeah, it's not as aggressive as it is on the actual on the the non barrel aged gin. Well, but that's the beauty of the barrel with yeah, gin. Yeah, it can really smooth some of those hard corners out. I, I am. Don't, I don't know. Like as I, as like the like finish happens, I feel like I do get some of it more like towards the end there, but that's just me. I'm going to be honest with this finish. And I do mean all respect. It does remind me of a, of that, that part of a Christmas story where he talks about a piquant aftertaste from eating soap. Okay. I, yeah. (laughs) Now that you said it, Mm -hmm. I, I'm hearing you. Having said that, I kind of want to mess with like, a Manhattan with this? Oh yeah, totally. Right, like Whoa. a a spicy, very floral Manhattan. Well, okay, so you would put vermouth with it? Is that what yeah? You're, okay. It would be the same build, yeah. just sub the rye or the bourbon yeah. with barrel aged gin. Interesting. Wait, okay, that's a great idea. I've never thought about that because we we have a, a bunch of barrel aged gins from various distilleries that we've gone to, and we're kind of like, well, what do we do? I know. I just that I, is I a just classic thought that today. build. Yeah. Um, is the man like the barrel like aged the swap. gin with sweet vermouth? Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Okay. Well, you ever, about you ever that. throw a little like uh, Campari or uh, Amaro in that and uh, make it like a Negroni almost? Negroni? Yeah. I would also mess with that. A weird Negroni. I like that. Sounds... Oh, it'd be a super weird Negroni. It would be so a weird good. Negroni, but it might be really good. I feel yeah. like this one would. I feel like the flavor, like. The thing about the Negroni is like the the spirit has to stand up to the the bitter the bitterness yeah. right and right. I feel like this has enough weirdness going on that it could totally oh this do comes that. with its own set of punching gloves yeah, totally. yeah. absolutely oh, yeah. yeah that's really interesting I like that idea um, this brings up a good idea for me actually that we do a a cocktail episode where it's all 
different base spirits than you'd expect for cocktails. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I would be down for that. I've I had like that in that. my mind for That's, a while. That sounds rad. Listener, message us if you want to see that. Like the, the Mezcal um, Yule or something like that. The Mezcal Negroni is the nice. best cocktail ever made. Thank you, Parker. <laughs> I've, I've had the Rye Thai pitched me a bunch of times. The Rye Thai? The Rye Thai mm-hmm. also rules. I think I had the, one of those. The Rum Old Fashion, which I've been a champion of for years now. Mm-hmm. You have. Yeah, these are these are Accurate. all going out. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you've been a champion of rum generally. Uh, very true. Very yeah, true. but the rum old fashioned way before. It's not just. Yeah. It's the, not just the that. less popular bourbon martini. I'm not, not a lot of traction on that one. Wait, wait. <laughs> Isn't that just like a dry Manhattan? Yes, <laughs> it's also referred to as a dry Manhattan. Or if you're making your martini right, chilled bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold the vermouth. <clears throat> I might have said this on mic before, but uh. The perfect martini is stirring a glass of chilled gin while staring at a painting of Carpano, the <laughs> inventor of vermouth. That's how much vermouth. Okay. That is how much vermouth you need. You can you can put the bottle on the bar so that the shaker can see it, <laughs> get the vibes. It's the only time I like the only time I like olives in a martini. And you don't even eat them afterwards. I do eat them afterwards. Do you? Yeah, absolutely. I know if people like that for the uh, Bloody Mary. Yep. Mm. Isn't that weird? That just blows my mind. Let me ask you a quick question, though. I And this is for the listener as well. With uh, Martini and uh, Manhattans, I find that it's hard because I don't drink enough vermouth, and it goes bad. It goes bad after a couple months. Mm-hmm. And then you you know use it again, and then you have a shitty Martini or a shitty Manhattan because you got old vermouth in it. Is there a good vermouth that's like in a smaller size that you would... Unfortunately, no. Um, the, so just drink more vermouth. Yeah, so if <laughs> if you're going to spend the money on vermouth, which I always recommend you do, um, like an Izagiri or a Kochi, like get something nice. But most of those only come in 750s. Keep them cool is number one. Like they got to go in the fridge. That'll extend their shelf life to at least three months. And then if you're getting good vermouth, Drink it. Just drink just it? Just drink it. Like, there are some vermouths out there that are just fine on the rocks. Because drinking Noli Pratt, I just... If you're... You, you don't, don't pour a Dolan's hold. or a Martini Rossi on ice. Yeah. That yeah. is hold on. not okay. I have, I have many, many notes on this. Hold on. <laughs> so, first of all, no, no, nothing wrong with Noli Pratt for a cocktail. Yeah, I, I, knew, that would cocktail. I knew that would trigger you. Yeah. And, and it's, it is my go-to affordable vermouth. It is like six bucks for the half-size bottle. That's, That's a little too cheap for my blood. I listen. I understand, but if you're looking for it's it's better than Martini <laughs> of Rossi. It is, Steve. Uh, everything is better than Martini. That's and what Rossi. I'm saying. But hey, if you're, I just need something, a couple bucks. Don't want to spend a lot of money. It is pretty good. Don't add us if you like Martini Rossi. Obviously, I I if you go if you're going for it, go for uh, Corpano Antica. They sell them in the half bottles. Oh okay. snap! That, Car- yes. I mean, like Car- I said, Carpano invented vermouth. Yeah, allegedly. Um, <laughs> so I have a question. Does so I bartended at a bar that we use the sweet vermouth for Carpano. Do they do a dry one too? I would imagine. I, I, yes, they, they do a dry they one. Do? Okay. It is much less popular than the sweet one. Okay. Because that is their best thing. I mean, that's yeah, yeah, that's, that's the, the one, that I, that's just like, the one they, that I know. They make the best one. Um, mm. One all that everyone knows about. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, yes, there are better ones. But I, it is very good. They Easy sell it in a half-size there, bottle. <laughs> anyway. I just wanted to see how close that these two would get to a fist fight if I brought that up, <laughs> and it was so close. Yeah, you're, you're, you're pushing the right buttons, my mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although the, the Igaziri is great. 
Isagari's really good. No one's no one's Spanish remove. I'm uh, not taking the other side of that. But okay. Mancino, really good. I don't think I've had that one. But the Carpato Antica, obviously great, and comes in the half size bottle. And that's the nice. kicker is getting vermouth in a 350. Yeah. Or oh. three seven five. Thank yeah. you for indulging me. And now that All we're right. wildly off topic, let's, let's get back let's to Let's reel it in to what <laughs> yeah. I'm excited about. Yeah. yeah. Our fourth and final offering, the barrel aged rum. What? 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 Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Jenny. I believe they told us they aged this the particular bottle in Buffalo Trace barrels for one year. I'm pretty sure that's true. I think that's right. Yes. yes. Wow. You have you just got every Sazerac fan out there wet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, my seat's wet. Yeah. Well, it started that way, too. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's aged You for, got here like an hour ago. What was that? What? Well, I sat in that seat myself. first, yeah. It's aged over one year, so not crazy old, but you know. Honestly, this smells, it smells amazing. Delightful, it yeah. smells like brownies. Comes in an age <laughs> Brownies. I'm telling you, like, not totally only like brownies, but like, I'm getting, that's the predominant. I definitely get that, like, baking spice, like, fresh out of the oven brownies yes, that, yes. like, are just on their way to cooling. You can't eat them yet. I mean, you shouldn't. Yeah. But right. Like, you like, shouldn't. Your, like, mom's going to yell at you when she sees that. They're going to lose all structural integrity mm-hmm, because you're going to smash into that thing before it's set. Yeah. It's just so smooth. That's great. Like unbelievably smooth. I drink all mine. I need more. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. No, that's really, really tasty. No, it tastes like it's aged longer than that. Mm-hmm. It does. Absol- so, yeah. Are they adding any color to this? That I don't know. So it from Probably. their like mission statement, it sounds like they don't. They aren't wouldn't want super to do into that. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, but- it's pretty dark. I feel like we're I feel like we're grabbing this one like like it's like we're doing Chainbridge. They've only been around for a year anyway. Like there's a lot to learn about this distillery over the years, mm-hmm. but I will say no added sugars, no flavor extracts, no artificial colors. Yeah. There you go. Wow. Yeah. They did It says it on the found, it says it on the bottle. They found the right barrels. Yep. Um, clearly I would have to say it almost has to be single use because they yeah. leached so much from that barrel in that amount of time. Yeah, you couldn't do this 10 years into a barrel's life. No, no, it come out clear. Yeah. I think, um, honestly too, it might be because it's sitting right next to the, uh, the gin that we just had, which is in the, um, brandy barrels. So those are quite used. And then this is from a, a bourbon barrel, which is, you know, first use. So it's going to be dark. It's... Mm-hmm. Well, just, coming out I think it. they did a, a really good job. Still with that. impressive yeah. for one year. Yeah. of being yeah. In I, I get a, just get a taste note on this guy. I get a hint of spice in the end. Oh, mm-hmm. a ton of it. Yes, I not get, a hint. I get a lot of that. Nice, nice, kind of a nice long finish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do get a nice got a nice sweetness to it. Like a nice. I like that your your take there of the like brownie out of the oven. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that is, was that was the com- combination of Stephen. Yeah, I, yeah. Good, good job, guys. I like that. But yeah, I do, maybe I get a little bit of uh, maybe it's like a chocolate, like a baker's chocolate kind of thing on there. Yeah, yeah it's not like a sweet, unsweetened chocolate. Yeah. No, yeah. brownie. No, fresh brownies make sense for that. And it's I like really want fresh brownies, and it's like the skin of a brownie. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I like about this is that it's eighty-four proof, and I think that when they play around with the proof, it means that they've like tried it higher, they've tried it probably lower, and they've this is kind of the sweet spot, and it really does taste like a very well-made mm. product. Yeah, very well balanced. Yeah, I very much enjoyed uh, visiting there, and I thought that you know they have, you know, they have a wide variety of different types of brandy and different types of things. But I, I think that they definitely have a number of quality um, spirits 
um, across the board. I I appreciate that it seems that they're shying away from bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, as they are a Florida distillery, like do what you have, which is fruit, and like mm-hmm. fruit is rum and brandy. Like, well, and also the guy is is like Hungarian, and bourbon is like that's like, not really their jam. That's not their jam. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's got to be made in the U.S. So yeah, not, no, yeah. like like his family's thing is brandy. So yeah, they have the brandy background. They have a lot of that to offer, which mm-hmm. we really touched on a little bit here. Yeah, and then they have all the sugar cane. That's right, available. and they, so they and made fruit. Like yeah. they have bananas are yeah, around. The bananas. They have like, blueberry brandy. They have all right. kinds of. Right. Don't we all have bananas just sitting around that we think we should probably make brandy <laughs> into? Right, like. Seriously, at the end of the week? I do now. Wait, yeah, actually, yeah. hang on. Can we say this year, fuck banana bread, save our spoiled bananas, <laughs> we're making brandy? Yeah, I like I, that. I did have a great banana bread bunt cake the other day That's from a uh, friend of the show. Um, I gotta forget the name of his his, his thing. The, uh, the bunt cake bakery? Oh, bunt cake daddy, I think is it. His Instagram, who made our, uh, Missed our opportunity holiday, with our our holiday uh, bunt cakes. That Check him out. so good. Uh, but he, uh, the, he, let me try a sample of the, uh, banana bread bun cake, which is great. Unrelated mm. to any of this thing that's to this podcast though. Anyway. If I could just offer a note, I would love to try this rum at a little bit higher proof just so that I could make the determination that it should be 84 proof. Is there anything you wouldn't prefer to higher proof, John? Yeah. I think that the vod, the, um, the basil vodka was perfect at its proof. You know, just, there's a little bit of a, th- a and a, not a th- I don't want to say, I almost hesitate to say a thinness, but like, you know, the viscosity hmm is increased when you are at a higher proof and that's kind of what I want. I think the thing to do is let's check back in with them in six years and, mm, right. and see if they have that five-year-old high proof rum, which that's probably the age you want it. It's like six years, they give them some time to get it together and then age it for five more years after that. And then it's, hey, here's your 110 proof. Yeah, especially in Florida with that kind of humidity, like you are going to increase proof in the barrel. Like yeah, chances yeah. are that's going to do nothing but go up, up, up. Yeah. And then, uh, what was everybody's favorite? Jenny, let's start with you. I cannot believe that I'm going to say this. My favorite is the basil vodka. I can't believe it. I love it. it. Wow. It's great. Uh, (laughs) Like, I am not a vodka person. Like, I generally hate vodka. Like, or, I mean, hate is a strong word, but like, I just don't enjoy vodka the same way as vodka. Like, right. Like, I feel like a lot of them are the same, but. Maybe it is the fact that it's like a more unique vodka and it's a basil, you know, it has that basil flavor, which I generally do enjoy in both alcohol and in food. Um, so I don't know, like, I don't, that, that's just the one that I find the most unique out of these four. Very cool. John, what do you think? Well, first I want to congratulate the two of you for bringing back an awesome sampling because each of these is so unique. It's not like anything I've tasted before on the market. Yeah. Um, so it, that makes this decision even harder mm-hmm. because all the way from the uh, vodka, basil vodka, the brandy was very good. I think that um, my favorite though is probably the rum. And I hate to say that because I feel like it's very low hanging fruit. I, I hate that you hate to say that. Well, because, <laughs> because I don't know what you're going to say, but that rum is is um, a couple of things. One, it's absolutely delicious with such a little amount of time. It makes me think that they are sitting on a gold mine for what they mm-hmm. could be doing. And that um, I love that there's nothing artificial about it, which so many other rums can achieve a great flavor by adding a bunch of stuff. 
This one is what you see is what you get. And it's almost like the purity of a bourbon, but brought to rum. And I just really applaud that. I think they've done a fantastic job with that. Love to see what they're going to do with that. The last thing I do want to applaud this distillery for is the um, labeling. It's really attractive. And the rum mm-hmm. label is by far the best. And that didn't influence me because I didn't really look at it till more recently. Mm-hmm. As Jenny pointed out, the no artificial colors. But um, I love the information that's on the label, but it's also attractive. It's not just a pretty looking label. It's got a lot of info. The, the info is what drew me. Like as soon as she just took the bottle and was like, nope, no colors. Like, oh, yeah. they know what they're doing. Like they know what I'm looking for as, as, as consumer, an educated right? consumer. Yeah. Like I'm going to be searching labels. And if I don't see it, I assume the worst. The people who are going to buy their product are people like us who want to know about the spirit mm-hmm. before they buy it. Very good. Uh, Steve, what was your favorite? This was really tough for me. Uh, they're all, look, as John said, they're all super unique. Um, a lot of stuff I haven't really tried before, or at least in this style. The apple brandy deserves a shout out as it is done correctly. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, but the gin stole my heart. Oh, very nice. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Like they're they were all really good and just a, a nice surprise from a new distillery. Like mm-hmm. with new distilleries, it can t- it usually takes a few years for them to get a product like this. We've all had new distilleries staff and oh yeah, mm-hmm. and like, yeah a, well I'll yeah. be back in two years. Yeah. <laughs> like you guys, right. are, you guys are great, or maybe not. Well, maybe yeah. you're just like oh you're part of the bubble and you're it's gonna burst and you mm-hmm. won't be staying around, but. Yeah, they're they're doing good stuff and their commitment to the bit of like we're taking the old family tradition, bringing it stateside and we're just not going to change anything. We're not Mm going to, you know, fall to the we could stretch this rum if we just added some caramel coloring to it. Like, nah. Yeah, fantastic lineup. The gin, though, is what I'm going to be drinking next time. Yeah, they are not on board with any of that. Like the yeah. Nothing artificial. All right, Parker, spill the beans. It was a tough one because, as you guys said, it's a very a wide array of products. I think we killed it on what we brought back. Yeah, you did. A lot of times, again, it depends on the distillery too, but you know, usually it's like a white rum and then an age rum and then a, a bourbon and then a finished I'm, bourbon. I'm going to be on the lookout for their Schlieve of Eats for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, with these guys, they had such an interesting array of product. We tried other things. We could have done the white rum and the red You guys rum. tried like 35 things, didn't you? It was a lot. It was a we lot. We tried a lot of things. It contributed to our state later in the day, for sure. <laughs> when we were watching the Bengals win, win in the Y'all division round. Yeah. It was great. But uh, I think I have to go with the rum as my favorite, with the apple brandy as a close, a close 1B, because I just respect what they're doing with that brandy so much. It was it was so good, and is exactly what Steve said, it's they're... That's exactly what it's supposed to be. It is exactly what um, it's supposed so to I've, be, and time is going to make it better. Yeah, it's great. The rum, though, I, I love this rum. I mean, again, I'm, I'm, I am a rum guy, as everyone knows. That's why I hated to say it, because I didn't yeah. want to take from you. That's fine, but I, I really enjoy the rum, especially only aged a year plus. Like, that's incredible. And what that are, stands up to like 10, 12, 14-year-old yeah. rums. I mean, once, once this, they're open for a while and this thing's aged for four years, look out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Look oh, out. I yeah. will be looking Absolutely. out for yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, at your store, I, yeah, I, we'll, go, we'll go back and visit in a few years, and it'll I, be so good. Honestly, like I'm very excited to yet yeah, check this distillery out again in like four or five years. 
and just see all the cool things they're doing then because they're just on such a great trajectory. It's so cool to see a new distillery doing all these interesting things, not just the same old. Same I mean, old. Yeah. we've seen so many. We are working on bourbon and rye and we sell vodka and gin until that gets That's off the ground. I've like heard every... that too many times. Yeah. Right. So yeah. And this you... isn't even about that. Like, we're no. not even talking about bourbon and rye. Right. It's just about what they make mm -hmm. and where they're like. This is what I'm going to do and you can deal with it. Yeah. Well, it's like Florida. I mean, you want these kind of spirits too. Like, drink yeah. it. it's hard to drink bourbon most of the year in Florida, but it's really easy to drink tropical uh, yeah, spirits going tropical absolutely. drinks. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I, these guys are killing it. So, if you're in South Florida, go check out Chain Bridge Distilling. Please. We, we, uh, we approve of their message of great, unique spirits. So, very cool, guys. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys next time. Uh, don't forget, uh, check us out on Instagram at Chai Spirits Guys. And if you have uh, any mailbag questions or ideas for future episodes, feel free to uh, email us at chaispiritsguys.com. Uh, you know what? Real quick, let me just open up hold the mailbag. On, hold on, hold on. Chaispiritsguys at gmail.com. Thank you. At chaispiritsguys at gmail.com. Thank you, Jenny. Producer Jenny. <laughs> we also killing it. That's why she makes the big bucks. I, pr I appreciate that. You know, let me open up the mailbag real quick, though. I forgot. I don't know how we're doing on time. Who cares? We're gonna it's go. All right, let's go mail mailbag. All right, we got a question. I never get to see John. This is this is exciting. Yeah, um, we got a question from Tim in Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, Tim asks, "Oh, this is a Jenny question. Oh my god, oh, here we go. Oh, he must know you because this is very specific. Is Jenny free on Saturday night? I will murder <laughs> murder him. Um, no, Jenny. If the Bengals win the Super Bowl, what will you be drinking?" Ooh. That's a legit question. That is a fair question. You could also answer, what won't you be drinking? I mean... <laughs> if that's a shorter list. Okay. Um, if we're talking about things that are in our household right now, um, yeah, I'll be drinking that Pappy. Let's limit it to that, yes. I, uh, <laughs> um, For the um, record, she pointed to old Rip Van Winkle 12, Lot B. <laughs> I did. I did finish our uh, that's, that's our over ten year last year when the Bucks won the Super Bowl. So understandable. Yeah. Um, if so, I was actually planning on um, asking Parker to pick me up a bottle of of Old Forester nineteen ten for the game on yeah, Sunday. Baby. <laughs> I I think I can probably make that happen. Yeah. No. You know some people. I'll I'll, so. I'll Venmo you. Okay. Um, because <laughs> that's what I would like to drink while I'm watching that game. Um, but when they win, but when if they win, if they win the Super Bowl, um, I'm drinking Pappy. Or that seems reasonable. Seems reasonable. No champagne. Yeah, I mean, I'll be drinking that too. Napoleon, I believe. I'll said also champagne. I'll also be drinking whiskey. I mean, like, what am I not going to be drinking when that right. happens? Right. <laughs> as important in victory as it is in defeat. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, there, there you have it, Tim. Hope you enjoyed that. And uh, yeah, email <laughs> us your mailbag questions. We'd love reading them. And uh, thanks, guys. We'll see you next time here at Chai Spirits, guys. Cheers. <laughs>